Welcome back to NC Realtors Redefine, the NC Realtors podcast. On this episode of Redefined, from our Mobile Monday series on Facebook, I am Karen Carr. I am a realtor in Savannah, Georgia. Today, I thought we would talk about branding versus marketing. When it comes to social media, people tend to think that their face is their brand. And while I can appreciate that, I find that it's not necessarily the most effective. But first, Harris. I'm your 2022 president of NC Realtors, and I am uh, really excited to be here today. Um, you probably heard, probably heard that in the last year, something really exciting happened um, with NC Realtors. We've been fighting for a long time for just a tiny little thing. And so after years and years of work, we finally changed North Carolina law, and we were allowed to have a group health insurance plan. And so we have launched um, it it through our health benefit center. That's a very important phrase. So just remember that health benefit center, and it gives our members a great alternative for shopping for healthcare, not just for themselves, but realtor family members as well. So this is a really big deal. Since the launch, I've had the opportunity to speak many members about um, their experience with the program, um, about how the online portal works for them, and how it's helped them manage their health care costs. And I'm really pleased today that I have the opportunity to speak with Gigi Robles, and she is an NC Realtor, of course, because that's what we're talking about, and she is with Southern Coast Realty Group in Carteret County. And hi, Gigi, how are you? I'm great. How are you today, Wendy? I am fantastic. First of all, why are, why are you here today? You mentioned something a little minute ago about why you're excited to be here. I thought it was a great comment. So why yeah. don't you tell us why you're here? I, I'm so excited to be able to talk with you and share with uh, our members uh, the the savings that I personally had with the NC Health Benefits Healthcare Program through NC Realtors. Um, it, it's just been it's been a great thing for my family. Uh, my husband gets his benefits through the VA. Uh, he's a disabled vet, so I needed to purchase health care for um, me and my daughter. So I um, first learned about it when Kelly Marks did his video. I knew it was in the works because I'm the RPAC chair um, for my association. So I knew it had been in the works for a long time and was so excited to hear when we, you know, when it first came out. Um, but I watched his video and thought something's got to give on what I'm paying for insurance. Um, so, you know, I went online to check it out. and That's fantastic. You know, and I'm over here at Fort Bragg. And so there's a little bit of a fallacy of people who don't necessarily live at military installa- installations that anyone who's any way connected with the military has their insurance covered. And that is not the case. That is not the case. Every every situation is individual and unique. And so I'm so sorry that you've been in that situation where you really had to look and hunt and search and, you know, everything to make sure your family was protected. Now, you had your experience, your experience when you use the Health Benefit Center. Talk a little bit more about your health insurance situation before you went to the center. You said it was you and your daughter. Your husband's covered under his VA. That you needed a policy for you, but also for your daughter. How, how old your daughter? So she is is twenty now, um, and is a college student. So when I purchased this, was so this would have been the beginning of twenty twenty one, or in 
November of 2020 when I was signing up, you know, for a new plan. So, um, so she was 18 then. Um, and she was going to have, let's see, in 20, I guess it was 2020, she had a, a major foot and leg surgery. Um, and uh, the insurance we had then was very high deductible, but I knew that surgery was coming. Um, and I wanted to make sure I had, you know, good coverage. Um, but even the coverage that I had then was was pricey. And if I went with a, a lower deductible, my premium was going to go up. So I chose a you know, little bit lower cost plan with um, the only choice of insurance companies that, you know, we had in North Carolina at the time. Still very pricey, you know. Um, so she had that surgery. And then the next year when it was time to sign up, I knew that I had seen Kelly Mark's video. And I thought, you know, I, let me look into this. Um, and, and I will say when when I went to try to check on it, I didn't know anybody that was using it at that point in time because it was so new, you know. So I thought, well, let me just let me see what I can find. And initially trying to navigate through the site because it had just come out was a little difficult. And I'm so glad um, NC Realtors has made some great strides in making it much easier to access now. Um, and, and just find things through there and get your pricing. Um, but the savings for us, I, when I got my pricing, it was going to be a $10,000 savings in my deductible every year, $400 a month savings in my premium. Wow. I mean, when you're talking about the other plans on the website, you're basically talking about a comparison of now what the government would, you know, government might call the subsidized value type thing, you know, versus the premium because you're an independent contractor or just a person, a sole purchaser going on. Right. You know, that's really the difference between being able to access a group plan versus an individual plan. That's crazy. And everyone's pricing is going to be different. You know, everyone's got a different story. They've all got different criteria. And you really need to go onto that website to take a look. What, what did you find about sort of the, the benefits, the offerings, the group plan as far as protections and coverage and that type of stuff? Um, the coverage has been great. I mean, I've not had, uh, so I've met my deductible this year on my, on my side and, and my daughter's and um, have not had any issues whatsoever with anything being covered. She still had, um, you know, from that surgery, like some physical therapy and, you know, CAT scans and things like that, just to make sure everything is healed properly. And nothing has been rejected. No doctor's office has. Wow. So not even with pre-existing because you switch plans and all of this. I thought, wow. No issues whatsoever um, with that. And I would, you know, naturally I was concerned going to something completely new and kind of unknown because when, you know, initially when you look through there, there were, it said, you know, check your list of doctors, but at the time I signed up, it was so new. So all of that wasn't in there quite yet, but I just had to, you know, give it a shot. But yeah, well, none of the specialists it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. It's been great. And I just, I hope more members will go in and, and check it out and sign up because it's just such a, such a huge benefit that we have now. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to those members who might hear about it, but it might just be a little bit, you know, sort of like, really? Well, it doesn't cost them a thing to go online and, and get pricing for their family. You know, I mean, that it's, it's a, it's a benefit that we have 
um, as NC Realtors. So, you know, just go on there and check it out and you don't have to commit, you know, to get to get pricing. It's just a free service offered to you. Definitely go and at least check out the pricing. One of the things I think is important also is when you go on and you you register, you check the pricing, it's not like you're signing up to be mail spammed or anything. That's not what's going to happen. And also we're we're in we're in that season. I've gotten five letters. I've gotten 14 text messages. I've gotten 567 emails already. Um, Everyone needs to know that all of those are scams. Or or even if they're not scams, they are not realtor related. Okay. If any of those say they are connected to a realtor association, whether it is your local one, your state one, or the national one, those are the scams. The realtor associations on any level are not texting you about healthcare plans. They are not. And you will not receive an email just about healthcare. We will talk about it in our normal newsletters that go out to our members. And there will be a link for you to click on in the normal newsletter. But we are not sending you just emails about, you know, before you go on to, you know, the website and check all this kind of stuff before you decide on your plan for the year. We're not sending that. You're not getting test messages. We are not calling you. And anyone who is, they are they are the scammers. So the only way you're going to get be able to do what you just mentioned, Gigi, is by by you going to the website at ncrhealthbenefits.com, ncrhealthbenefits.com. So, Gigi, it's so nice to talk to you and, you know, uh, share so much of your family story because, you know, a lot of this is quite personal. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Uh, I just want to share it as much as I can because it's just been a great product for me. So fantastic. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. You too, Gigi. We really appreciate you. And for everyone else listening, go to the NC Realtors Health Benefits Center. Okay. That website is ncrhealthbenefits.com. ncrhealthbenefits.com. Go there, check on the link and just check it out. I am Wendy Harris, your 2022 president of NC Realtors. Thank you so much for listening today. All right. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am Karen Carr. I am a realtor in Savannah, Georgia. Today, I thought we would talk about branding versus marketing. When it comes to social media, people tend to think that their face is their brand. And when they get on social media, they talk all about themselves. (laughs) And while I can appreciate that, I find that it's not necessarily the most effective. So let's talk about the difference between branding versus marketing. So again, my name is Karen Carr. I've built an entire team using attraction marketing. I do not like to cold call people. I do not like to beg for business. I would so much rather make content that I put out into the world. The right people will find them. And then if they want the services that I provide, they will contact me, which is awesome. It's a a very fun, gratifying way to run a business. I started in real estate in 2005. I started my team in 2018. I started a YouTube channel in 2017, which is what totally exploded my business. And I find that 
the type of content that works really, really well on YouTube is not just video marketing where I'm talking about the house and I'm talking all about myself. So let's talk a little bit about branding. We're going to go over the difference between branding and marketing, how you use your brand to actually market your business and what your marketing needs in order to be effective. So what is branding? We want to tell the public how they should think about us and our business. You are basically putting your public persona out there and teaching people what you want them to think about you and your business and how you show up on social media is going to determine how they think about you and your business. We want this to be very strategic. Here are some awesome examples. My friend, Nicole Bodel, she is a realtor in Park City, Utah. She always has a hat on. I don't think I have ever seen her on a Zoom call, on a video, on social media, where she didn't have a hat. That is her thing. It's become her identifying trademark. And when people see her online, they just have come to identify that as part as a part of her brand. Of course, we all know Ryan Serhant. He's always wearing a suit. The only time I've ever seen him not wearing a very fancy suit is if he's at the gym working out, but he's always dressed to the nines. This is part of his brand. His brand is I am a very successful agent selling luxury properties. And so this is how he appears on camera all the time. My brand is I'm kind of goofy. I'm kind of irreverent. I like to poke fun at myself. I like to laugh. I like to joke. And that's the brand that I want to portray. So it's not just your color palette. I know agents get very excited to come up with a logo and their color scheme and their font choices. And yes, all of that stuff is important, but that is not the brand. That's just your color scheme. Like that does not define your brand. That is just... It goes along with your brand. So we want to decide what makes you different. What makes you special? There are a lot of realtors in your market. I don't care where you live. I live in Savannah. It's not that big of a city. We still probably have 2000 agents in our area. And how do I make myself stand out from them? I know in Toronto, they have something like 65,000 real estate agents in their metro market. What makes you different? Um, I like to figure, where were you five years ago? Could you could that version of you be your ideal customer? Perhaps you were a single mom and you bought your first house as a single mom and you were worried about how am I going to be able to qualify for a loan? Not only is there only one income in this family and I am it, but I'm also self-employed. What do I need to know in order to be able to qualify for a home loan as a single person? And I was also self-employed on top of that. And now you've bought your home and it's been awesome. And maybe you've started buying investment properties and you decide, I really want to help other people like this. Can you speak directly to that person because of your unique set of experiences? Maybe you want to be the beach home expert. So you start selling beach properties. You're learning everything you can about beach properties. And how do you know if you're in a flood zone and do you have to buy stilts or buy stilts, buy a home on stilts? And how do you prepare for hurricanes and all of these type of things? And what can you learn to really show your ideal target audience that you are the expert in this particular segment of the population. It really, really helps 
not only to allow that specific person to find you, but it gives you information of what we're going to be talking about. You know what their challenges are, what they need to learn. And when you know that, it just makes it so much easier for you to come up with content to help these people. This is Lee. He is a realtor in Port St. Lucie, Florida. He started talking about new construction. He wanted to be the new construction guy. Then he made another video that was all about um, new construction communities that are coming to his area. And it did very, very well. Then he started making new construction videos for people who were in the 55 and over communities. So he learned that he could specialize in people that wanted to buy a house in Port St. Lucie. And on top of that, they were buying new construction. And on top of that, they were in the 55 and over communities. Because he knows exactly who he is speaking to with his video content, it makes it very easy for him to know what to talk about, what's important to them, what, what are the problems that they are having, what are the things that they need to know, the challenges they're trying to overcome, and then how can he be the go-to person to help them with them. But what video marketing is not, we get such a bad rap in this industry. People think that realtors are one step above used car salesmen, right? They do not think very highly of us because so many people just get on social media and they toot their own horn. Like the salesperson at the cocktail party is a perfect example. Or this person who posts on social and says, home inspection reveals the doorbell doesn't work. Better ask for all new wiring, new furnace, new water softener in a jacuzzi tub. It's funny, but at the same time, we're basically making fun of our clients. And is that what you want to be known for? If you share that on social media, do you think that people are going to respond positively to that? Or are they going to be insulted and kind of think that you're a jerk and then not want to hire you? We need to think about what exactly we are saying with our marketing. Or this is another one. One of my friends asked me what it's like to be a real estate agent. So I texted her every 20 seconds until she started to cry. Yes, people do this. If you don't want to be thought of as an annoying salesperson that's going to harass prospects, then we can't perpetuate this. We need to be different. We need to portray ourselves differently to the people that we're trying to attract as prospects. So how do we create a brand? What is your personality? Are you very fun? Are you silly? Are you serious? Are you very data-driven? Are you the person that knows all of the statistics? And I can tell you what the market absorption rate is. And I can tell you what the average days on market is and how different it was over a month ago. Are you very down to earth and relatable? You're the mom with the, the kids. And every time you show up online, you've got pictures of your kids and your posts and whatnot. What is your, your niche or your niche? Who do you serve and how are you uniquely qualified to help them? And then you create content that speaks directly to your niche and it portrays your personality. These are my keys to creating the brand. And the cool thing is, is that this can be anything that you want it to be. So if you sit and think about, all right, what is the personality I want to display on camera? I'm fun. I joke. I laugh a lot. I try to be very down to earth and relatable. I want people to watch my content and enjoy it and think that I look like somebody they could talk to. My niche is people that are relocating to my area. I make a ton of content all about, hey, are you thinking about moving to Savannah? It's pretty awesome here. And I'm going to tell you why it's great. And then I make content 
displaying my personality, trying to reach that specific segment of the population. And it works very, very well. Then you come up with your color scheme. Now you create your palette. Now you come up with a logo and your font choices and the overall vibe that you have that you are trying to portray. So when I came up with this color palette, I wanted it to be modern and energetic and exciting and fun. And I think that that color palette really works for the personality traits that I'm trying to portray with my branding. Also, think about what your brokerage colors are. Because back in the day, I was with a brokerage whose colors were red, white, and black, and my logo was hot pink and teal. They did not look very nice side by side. And in the state of Georgia, anytime you have your logo, you also have to have your brokerage logo. They have to be equal in prominence. So equal size, equal frequency on the page, and they did not not look nice together. So do keep in mind the color of your brokerage color scheme so that when you come up with your own color palette, you can make it look nice as well. And then use that branding everywhere. Use it on Instagram, use it on Facebook, use it on LinkedIn, use it on YouTube, use it on your blogs, like use it everywhere and be very, very consistent with your branding. Now, where do you find your audience? Well, you've got to know where they're hanging out. So are they on YouTube? Are they on TikTok? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Would you be better off reaching them with a billboard or with an email campaign? You're thinking about who is my ideal demographic and what is their favorite platform of choice? Where would I reach the most people? Because I really honestly, truly believe you do not need to be on all of the platforms. I know myself, I find it to be very overwhelming to think that thought. So I have said, I don't want to be on all of the platforms. I'm going to pick the one that I like the best and spend the majority of my time there. And then I'll pick one that's a runner up and I'll spend some time there. But I don't try to do all of the things because I just know that that's a, a real way to burn out and to end up doing none of it. You you fall off the wagon very, very quickly because it's so much to do and it's so overwhelming and I don't have the time. And so then you just do none of it. So once you know where your audience is spending the majority of their time, then we talk about, okay, how can I reach them? What is the medium? It could be video. It could be an article. It could be posts on social media, but always be thinking about what is in it for them. They did not come watch your video because they were dying to see a commercial all about you. They did not come to watch the Karen Carr show all the time. They want to know what's in it for me. If I click on this video and I give you my very precious time, what is in it for me that's going to make it valuable for me? So just like Gary Vee says, jab, 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 right hook. You've got to give, 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 give before you ask. You want to offer something of value to them and then ask for something in return. I love to make videos on YouTube where I say, here's an example, you know, Savannah is an awesome place. I love it. Here are all the reasons why I do a 10 or 15 minute long video all about Savannah. And then at the end, after I've delivered all of this amazing value, I say, are you thinking about relocating here? I have a free relocation guide. Click this link and get my free relo guide. When they click it, I ask for their name, their email, their phone number, and how soon are you looking to move? 
Once they fill out that form, they go directly into my CRM and now I can follow up with them. Now they are a bona fide lead. They are not just a follower. They are not somebody who's just subscribed to my channel. They are actually interacting with me. And we now we can have two-way conversations instead of only a one-way conversation. And this works extremely well because when you give all of this value, they're getting something in return. But here's a bad example. There is a billboard in my town that I pass every day. And every day I just shake my head. I'm like, what were they thinking when they created this thing? And it's probably really, really expensive. I don't know how much a billboard is. I'm going to guess it's like $500 a month or more. But this billboard is all about them. So I mocked up my own version of it because I didn't want to embarrass them. And because I do work with these people in my market and I don't want them to hate my guts. But essentially, it's a picture of three women. And it's got their information about their company. And it says, looking to buy or sell, call one of these ladies. And then the font that has their names is very scrolly and scripty. And it's this big. So imagine I'm driving past it at 50 miles an hour. I can't read any of the names because the font choice is so small and really difficult to read. And it's got three different people on it. So am I supposed to call all three of them? And am I supposed to only call one of them? Do they work as a team? Are they three individual agents? How do I choose which person I'm supposed to call? Like, do I pick the one who had the best hair day? Do I pick the one who's the youngest? Do I pick the one who's the oldest, who has the most experience? Do I pick the one that just looks like she has the nicest smile? And then their their website is this big and their phone number is this big. So every time I see this billboard, I'm thinking there is nothing in it for me. Why should I call you? There is nothing in there that delivers any value to make the person whizzing past it at 50 miles an hour want to pick up the phone and call me. I just think it's such a waste of marketing money. But what if they did something like this instead? What if there's this cute picture of a puppy dog, right? And it says, we'll donate $1,000 in your name. Every time you sell, we sell a house, we donate $1,000 to the animal shelter in your name. And then there's the website, michellegivesback.com. This is a fictitious website. Don't go there. There's probably nothing there. I made it up. But between those two billboards, which one would grab your attention and which one would make you say, oh, this is somebody that I would actually want to work with. I know if I am an animal lover and I saw that billboard, that is an agent that I would prefer to call over the three women that are just standing there in their blazer with their arms crossed saying, call me. I just think that that is a much more effective use of your marketing dollars. Now, for me personally, I'm all about video. I get more than 80% of my team's business. And I say my team because it's not just me. I'm out of production now. I have a team. We get almost all of our leads from our YouTube channel and from our blog, our website. So we make videos trying to attract the people that want to move to Savannah or buy a second house in Savannah. We make all of these videos when they do a search on YouTube or they do a search on Google. Sorry, my dog fell asleep behind me and she's totally snoring. It's not my husband, just in case you can hear the snoring in the background. When they do a search on Google, the videos show up on the first page of Google. Did you know that Google owns YouTube and because they own YouTube, they want to promote videos in the Google search results. So you go to Google, you type in retiring in Savannah, all three of those videos are mine. 
I show up multiple places on the first page of Google search results for free because I am making content, thinking about what's in it for them. How could I answer their questions and what would be in it for them? So I've put together this little document that you're welcome to download. It's called the Video Agent Blueprint. It's kind of my seven steps to making YouTube videos that lead with value but will get people to contact you when they need your assistance. And if this would be helpful to you, please feel free to download it, videoagentblueprint.com. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you have been inspired to not, not just make content for the sake of making content, but to make content that leads with value so that people will follow you online, you will grow your audience, they will see you for the amazing real estate agent that you are, and when the time comes, decide to hire you. Thanks for joining me, everybody. To get exclusive NC Realtors content, join the NC Realtors Mobile Mondays group on Facebook. Be sure to catch up on every episode of NC Realtors Redefined by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud.